Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Hello, Leafs fans. Welcome back to another Game Over Toronto. I'm Harnish, and I have my constant co-host with me, Armand, here today. Uh, but before we actually get into the game today, um, we want to take a moment to reflect on today. Um, as many of you guys know, today is Remembrance Day. Um, it's a day to reflect and appreciate all that our soldiers have done um, and given up to defend and protect our country. So I urge you to take a minute uh, to reflect. And if you can, please donate towards the cause. Um, now, back to the hockey uh, we have a, a fun episode for y'all today. Obviously, we'll talk about uh, the disappointing uh, game. It was competitive, but still, the end result is a disappointment, right? We should be getting some. We should be getting two points out of that game. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, hey, it's Hockey Hall of Fame weekend, baby. Uh, we'll talk about this year's class as well as uh, a special Leaf that the a special Leafs player that that was honored uh, during the festivities today. Uh, before we get into that, though, let's give a shout out to our sponsors sports interaction want to bet you can do it at sports interaction canada's sportsbook football continues basketball is back and the hockey season is well underway bet pre-game live in play or on one of our many prop bets made for by uh, for canadians by canadians sports interaction makes it easy to deposit play and cash out Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. Ontario only, 19 and older. Please play responsibly. Now, Armand, this game, this game, what can we say? I mean, the Leafs honestly play up to and uh play down to their competition right uh it's been a, a running theme and uh i mean we just came back off of some huge wins last week against the bruins and the hurricanes and um we got a point off against the golden knights right we should have gone too honestly if we're, if we're if we're speaking candidly over here but three of the best teams in the league right and now we're on the first half of a back-to-back -back playing against the penguins tomorrow we'll play against uh against the canucks two teams that that have honestly uh been looking pretty shaky we should get two points each out of those um and i mean especially against the penguins i mean how do i even begin to describe a team that's uh that uh, up until Wednesday was on a seven game losing streak, right? I mean that the house is just on fire over there, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, they really were floundering for a while. You know, the penguins, I think, you know, they're a good team. Like they are a good team in terms of actual players. So, uh, it, it is tough because they had a disappointing start as well, but, uh, I do think they, you know, it was a competitive game at least, you know, uh, it was yeah. frustrating, though. very frustrating. Exactly, and and it was weird because um, I mean the the Leafs, they started all right. They, they honestly, in my opinion, they started great, right? Um, defensively, at least I'll say, uh, they were back checking well. They were getting sticks in the lane. I mean, when when uh, the Penguins had had a couple great shots, uh, shot attempts, we always had a man. We always had a stick to in in our path, right? And they were just playing great lockdown defense. Um. And it, it kind of uh, worked out for them because, I mean, afterwards, Zach Astrovies, he's st he struck first, right? Getting a goal against his uh, his former team, right? Um, but what was your thoughts on, on that start? The first period I thought was okay. Uh, defensively, I did think we were pretty solid throughout. Like like you said, you know, uh, um, 
we were getting sticks in lane uh i sticks in lanes and shooting lanes and we were blocking shots left and right the issue mainly was that we weren't really getting any offensive zone time you know that was a bit of a, a tough start uh to to be in a position to have to play defensively that much uh because of our offensive generation in the first period was pretty pretty much null uh at least on five on five our power plays were pretty solid but you know in five on five we weren't really generating much but with that being said defensively they looked really solid in my opinion all game uh you know the first period was just more what more was to come uh later on you know we were getting sticks and lanes and, and doing a good job back checking but uh it's it's tough to uh to to you know win when you're only generating so much so many shots on on five on definitely. five especially in that first period you know yeah yeah definitely and and we'll we'll get to your comments uh uh everyone in the chat so make sure you you let us know what your thoughts are about the start and the game in general but um i think the, <laughs> a huge issue in this game was honestly those bounces right uh we yeah. had a ton of unlucky weird bounces and deflections i mean willie uh <laughs> witnessed it firsthand where um not only did he, did he just miss the net by just this much a couple centimeters right i mean uh it didn't go in i mean it hit the post right and then even after that defle the deflection off the post was was just a foot or less away from Tavares, right where he could have got a an easy rebound bound as well right obviously yeah he, he ended up uh making up for it uh a, a couple minutes after. later exactly <laughs> but i mean you heard him in the in the uh in the break right he said that he wishes that he had two there and he should have had two there and definitely agreed but it was good to see him just mentally dialed in i thought willie was one of the best leaves out there tonight yeah for sure willie was great and you know to to speak on the bad bounces it was tough today it seemed like we were really getting screwed over by bounces like even on the the second penguins goal you know mitch marner had a two on oh and it just hits the skate and, and goes a little too far and you know the bad bounces kind of it, it it ended up biting the leaves in the butt today uh and you know there's a bit of unluckiness related to that but i thought the leafs up until the third period were pretty resilient and then i do not think they played a good third period mm -hmm. you know they barely generated any offense within the last 18 minutes i think it was something like 0.1 expected goals total within that last 18 minutes and you were down by a goal you know just a single goal you know throughout that entire time and it's that's the worst part of the game for me rather than uh you know uh the the first two goals uh I thought the the third period was probably the roughest out of all three when that's sort of the most frustrating part you know when it when it's in the clutch you know we kind of we kind of floundered but up until then you know the bounces just didn't go our way but I thought we were pretty resilient like after that second goal throughout the second period I thought we generated a ton of offense and uh you know we got only rewarded once on that Nylander goal but that was after the post that was after so it's you know, they, they did show some resilience, but it wasn't for the full 60 and it wasn't when it mattered, you know, and that's yeah. the that's the toughest spot to be in, you know, for this uh, Leafs team, you know, so it's tough because, you know, if we go goal by goal, we can see a bad bounce here, like on the first goal, it deflects right onto Malkin's stick. But, you yeah. know, in that situation, you know. Hall could have got there if he stayed on Malkin. Like <laughs> Malkin was his man and he sort of drifted away. And that's you know, bad luck happens, but there there are ways to mitigate, you know, some of the scoring chances even when, you know, a bad deflection goes off and sometimes mm -hmm. it's positioning. Uh but yeah, you know, at the end of the day, it's a tough, tough loss, especially because that third goal, Shelgren had such a good game going up until then and 
just one bad goal could cost you. Yeah, and... it was unfortunate. And uh, at that point, yeah. like you go into OT, who knows what happens, right? If you're still in that game. But um, yeah, even that second goal, I want I want to uh, uh, talk about that one, right? Because Marner had had a great breakaway attempt, right? And then it just comes back the other way, and the Leafs just looked like they were caught flat-footed, right? They weren't yeah. able to to transition back and and play back, and and uh, it led to an easy goal, right? So it's it was just weird situations all around, and and there's a lot of people in the chat talking about Matthews and Marner having a, an off night, right? And I uh, Marner, you could see, I mean, he was obviously frustrated, right? He had a couple of great attempts, yeah. um, he was unlucky on on a couple of them, he had some weird bounces, but his his passing also looked a little bit suspect today. I think that's a that's an issue that that I noticed throughout the game for the Leafs where. A lot of the passes, it looks like they were they were passing to the to the skates, right? Not to actually to the stick, right? So you you saw a couple times where uh, instead of being able to capitalize on a breakaway, they had to take a second to collect, and then the Penguins were right there after them, right? They were they were right on their heels, and and it's a wasted opportunity, right? And Marner, yeah. he, you could tell. I mean, he he showed his frustration. He show, he always shows his. <laughs> his emotions on his sleeve, right? And yeah. you could tell he was kind of getting annoyed of it today as well. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Um, Marner, I think probably, yeah, he's one I think I noticed while while even when we were tied or even winning, uh, his, his passes were a bit off the mark. Even on the first power play, you know, that was a really good power play. And I want to shout out the power play in general. I thought we had a really good power play to, uh, today. Um, but you know, there was a there was a play where he passed behind Matthews and Matthews had to make a really, really skilled play to kind of keep that puck alive. And it, it's a bit uncharacteristic to see Marner sort of miss so many passes today. But uh, it's just a bit of an off game for him. You know, this was one of the games where, you know, we talk about splitting them up. I might have done that, you know, if I were mm -hmm. Keith, uh, especially in that third period when we weren't really generating much. I think I would have definitely shuffled the lines to get Marner off if Matthews there, just because, uh, you know, he, I, I thought it worked in the, I forgot what game we did that in. Was it? Uh, I think we did that against the, the hurricane hurricanes. Um, yes. Yeah. We did it against the Canes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, I would, I would have probably leaned on that a little more. Um, I thought this would have been a, a good time to do it, especially within that last 18 minutes when we weren't really generating anything on, on the offense and we can, we couldn't transition well enough. You know, the Penguins, Credit to them, did a really good job locking it down after that. But mm -hmm. uh, when you have the star players you do on the Leafs, you shouldn't be getting locked down. You're getting paid more than that to, you know, and it's just, it was an off game for Matt Marner specifically. I thought Matthews was okay, but I think, you know, he obviously didn't play to his potential either. Uh, but yeah, it, it was again, Willie and, and JT's line really doing a lot <laughs> of the offensive work uh, and the power play as well, of course. But 5v5, I think, you know, we still need some work on that top line. And I would like to see us move away from that every now and again when it isn't working. Yeah, definitely. I think flexibility is is important, right? And seeing some some movements, especially when you're down, is is gonna be key. Um yeah, it was it was kind of weird because they it seemed like they were they're they're fixing these issues that that we saw earlier on in the season, especially with their defensive side, right? I, I thought they played a good defensive game today, but now um, it's just bringing the pieces up slowly, slowly, right? They they always had a 
I, I kind of always noticed that they were they, they seem like they were uh they were not passing correctly they're, they're not completing a lot of their passes right and it seems like it's just step just steps that you need to take one by one to try to build up to to the potential that we see on this team right or that we know that can come out of this team right yeah um are they the best team in the league probably not are they as bad as a lot of people are saying also probably not right yeah, no. i think it's a it's a a good there's a happy medium there exactly it's, it's a or step in the, in the right direction yeah. losing to the penguins i mean that's obviously not good <laughs> yeah and like it was it was a frustrating game in that like it was competitive for the first two periods but like again that third period was just you, you want to see more from them when they're down one yeah you know i like they just didn't really do much there but you know overall i think the defense the defensive game was solid as you said today mm. uh you know, like on the topic of, of, of Shalgren, at least he played really well within those first two periods, Definitely. but he, he does have the habit of letting that one bad goal in every game. I thought he gave the Leafs a chance to, 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 you know, win the game. And that's pretty much what you can ask from a, you know, your stringer. third or fourth stringer goalie. Exactly. You know, we're in a, we're in a tough position right now. You know, we're, yeah. we're trying to, you know, keep afloat with uh, some, some, you know, goaltending that isn't ideal. So obviously I'm not going to blame him for for playing to his level. You know, we know what he is and he played to that level and uh, he gave us a chance to win. But, it, you know, that third goal was just, oh, it was so frustrating because yeah. of uh He had a great game ha- leading up yeah. to that. Exactly. Yeah. And we, we did a really good job within that end of the end of the second period. We had the momentum going into the third. So that just kind of sunk us, really. But uh, it is what it is. You know, I, I expect the Leafs. I expected the Leafs to bounce back better than they did after letting that third goal in, but yeah, it's but, just tough to see them. Yeah, do yeah, that. and uh, I mean, we we the next game it looks likely that uh, that Shalgren's not going to be playing. I mean, it's the second half of a back to back. They're playing against the Canucks, another team that they should win, but. Uh, more importantly, it looks like uh, Matt Murray might be uh, coming back into the lineup. That's uh, that's looking a little nice. Um, I'm excited for that. Potentially, been, potentially, yeah. He's he's been practicing and he's been skating, and um, he's he's looking like he's ready to make that next step. Obviously, I don't want to rush him because I kind of want to see Keith <laughs> Petrozelli uh, uh, skate up or lace up his skates. Uh, but regardless, I mean, it's exciting to see Matt Murray finally uh, looking closer to 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 getting back on the ice for us, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we're we're in a bit of a tough position right now, but at the same time, I don't want him to be rushed mm-hmm. exactly, uh, just because you know, with his injury troubles, you know, I don't want to put him in a position where he gets <laughs> injured, you know, within like you know, like Peter Mrazek did pretty much every time he came back. Um, Murray. Yeah, he needs to be fully 100% before I want him back in, even with our goalie troubles right now and not having Ilya Samsonov. You know, I think the Leafs are in a position where they can sort of weather the storm here. Um, But at the same time, uh, it'd be nice to have him back. It'd be nice to have an NHL goalie back. Uh, You know, either way, you know, you either get Matt Murray or Keith Petruzzelli tomorrow. And that's that's a story either way. You know, I'm I'm curious to see how either of them do. you know, so it'll be an interesting watch tomorrow to see uh, how uh, how they fare against the Canucks, who are also in complete disarray as a team. Uh, <laughs> hey, they had out, some good shout games, out game over Vancouver but... yeah. and Kaya with the screams. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been rough in 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 Canucks land. So I'm yeah. hoping that the Leafs can sort of take advantage, even though they're on the uh, the second half of a back to back. I'm expecting them to to kind of come out strong and uh, 
you know, expose some of the uh, the uh, the uh, weaknesses that the Canucks have right now, especially within their confidence. You know, they're they're doing like team meetings now and stuff like that. You know, this is where I think the killer instinct that the Leafs constantly talk about needs to come in play. Because, uh, you know, today I don't think they showcased it very well within that third period. Yep. Um, but up until then, they were pretty resilient. So, you know, I just want to see a full 60 from them tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, just... Yeah, showcase that full 60 and, uh, you know, show that you have that killer instinct to, you know, beat a team that's currently sort of in disarray as well. Exactly. So, it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how they how they move forward from this. It's going to be a fun game over. Uh, you can tune into that tomorrow. This is my quick plug for the episode. <laughs> uh, make sure you subscribe and uh, hit the bell notification so you can uh, you can see if uh, the Leafs actually manage to bounce back or uh if they crumble again under the pressure so uh it's gonna be fun either way there's a lot of great shows on on uh stpn over here and you can always listen to the podcasts on all of your podcast platforms um but we have to talk about the importance of this weekend i mean it is the hockey hall of fame weekend right we got to see the new class of 2022 and boy did we have some great legends in there right there, i mean there's a lot of swedish players <laughs> as well yeah. but and a uh, lot of canucks as well. <laughs> exactly exactly um let's give each each one of them their dues though um starting off with uh rika uh salonen uh rika is one of the greatest female hockey players of all time she's won five championships in the finnish league she's won seven championship medals and two olympic medals uh it's funny her her last olympic medal was in 2014 um where she came out of retirement after 11 years uh <laughs> to become the oldest player to ever win an olympic medal in the olympics wow that is a I didn't know that. crazy story. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously the two Swedish uh, legends from uh, from Vancouver, uh, Daniel and Henrik uh, Sedin, right? Um, listen, I'm so surprised Brian Burke was able to finesse that tr- that draft to be able to draft both of them. I still don't know how he worked his damn magic, but <laughs> goddamn, did they uh, did they end up winning that? <laughs> oh yeah, they they both. Do you know won. who was first overall there? Sorry, nineteen ninety nine. Do you know who was first overall? Uh, right before Daniel and Henrik got picked. No, who was it? Patrick Stefan, who was out of the league by two thousand. I don't know. <laughs> Patrick Stefan. He's the he's most notable, and I feel really bad for him uh-huh. for uh, the highlight play where he flubbed an empty net goal breakaway. Oh and yeah. And they got scored against within like six. Did he seconds, just get kicked and... out right after that? They're just like, all right, he's not worth it. <laughs> I, he really was. He re- that like ruined his career. It was oh, like a geez. really embarrassing moment. But all right, I yeah, feel kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, but listen, it worked out for these two. Number two. Number <laughs> <laughs> worked out for Brian Burke. I mean, come on, that's yeah, insane. I mean, draft. You got a you got a spot on the Leafs because of that. But uh, yeah, I mean, both the the Sedins, uh they won gold in two thousand six Winter Olympics alongside another uh, Swedish legend that's going to be introduced later, and they won four championships each. Now that other Swedish uh, legend was a uh, a pain in the Leafs' ass, Daniel Alfredson. Boy was Alfie a pain in our ass, right? Um, that Battle of Ontario, though, fantastic. He is an Ottawa legend. Though. I feel like he's the face of the franchise. I mean, he was the captain for 14 oh, yeah. damn years. 100%. God damn! Uh, six championships, that gold medal game, as we as we mentioned as well. He played alongside the Sedin twins, um, and yeah, I mean, 
what more can we say about Alfie? He's, he's great to see, and, and he gave the daps to to Willie out there. He's yeah, uh, the Swedish connection. That was sweet. That was real cool. And uh, the last player on this um, on this uh, this this Hall of Fame class, Roberto Luongo. Oh, he holds a special place in my heart after the twenty uh, the twenty ten Winter Olympics run. Um, but listen, that's not the only gold medal he's won. He's won in twenty fourteen as well. God damn! And uh, he was on that Canucks team. He missed out on a Stanley Cup. Uh, I don't want to have to go into that any further, but. <laughs> I mean, his resume speaks for himself. He's won two goddamn gold medals, two championships, one silver, a gold in the World Cup in two, 2004, and a silver in the World Juniors. Wow, has he had a fantastic career. Um, and finally, Herb uh, Carnegie. Uh, Herb is widely regarded as the best black hockey player to never play in the nhl he had a honestly a, a great uh um, career playing hockey he, he played uh center in that first all black um line in the semi-pro he also went and captured goal or captured a championship in the qhl Fulner's retirement mr Kerrigy um devoted his life to to hockey and uh just bringing the spirit of hockey he founded future aces one of canada's first um hockey schools as well as uh, introduce future Aces Creed to promote uh, attitude, cooperation, example, and sportsmanship, which uh, the Creed actually continues today. So um, hats off to him for that. I mean, he was also named to the Order of Ontario and Order of Canada. So that is your class of 2022. Congratulations to all you legends. Uh, much respect. And, and you guys are, are heroes to a lot of people around the world. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it, it's we're sort of of the generation where now the people who are getting inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame, we actually grew up watching, which is nice to see, you know, uh, the Sedins and the Luongo and Alfie and all those guys, you know, we we were there for most of their careers watching them as as kids. And, you know, I remember a lot of fond memories, especially me right now. I mean, <laughs> I'm, firstly, I'm older than you, so by a year. <laughs> But yeah, they were they were really solid players. Like Luongo and and Broder were like the reason that I chose to be a goalie when I was younger. Uh, you were and a goalie? playing hockey, yeah. When I from like nine to eighteen, bro. Now I play defense, but are, yeah. Can you even like when you stand up? Can you reach the net? Like what? <laughs> okay, so most people don't know my height. I'm five four, so that's why he's joking about that. But I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Low blow. Okay, yes. Keep going. There's no, there's no position in hockey that's suitable for a person who's five four. By the way, so you just skate under their legs. <laughs> Listen, you you can beat me in in ice hockey, road hockey. I'll yeah, beat your ass. But uh... <laughs> yeah, Alfredson. Like I remember, like to, just to put a leaf angle on this. Mm. I remember my favorite uh, like clip of him is when he mocked Sundin doing the stick throw. Um, when uh like back in the day when Sundin got a game misconduct because he after he broke his stick he threw it into the stands uh-huh. i think it was an accident but uh later on alfie broke his stick in a leafs game and mocked throwing it over and, and leafs media <laughs> and fans went absolutely nuts because he was he was really hated by the leafs he was a thorn in our side for for a very long time but you know looking back it's just it's funny it's a funny clip he showed a lot of personality and you know obviously there's a lot of respect for him you know within the league and you know in the intermission he named sundin as the the person he's most excited to be in the hall with so obviously there's a lot of 
respect between the those players especially the Swedish players and yeah. you know the, the Swedish angle it, it's really good to see guys like Sandin and you know most importantly today Borja Salming you know mm-hmm. in in the crowd and being a uh being the person to introduce uh the inductees and being on that yeah. lineup uh yeah it was just really really good to see uh, then, uh to see some legends yeah exactly and seeing uh seeing Borja out there was was really heartwarming I mean Seeing him him standing and and uh, the standing ovation that he got from all the fans, the love that he received. I mean, um, he is diagnosed with ALS and he's uh, he's going through that tough battle. But you can see how strong it was, how strong he is, and and what he means to not only uh, fans but but the 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 team and the the, the rest of the personnel on the Leafs. Right, um, he is a Leafs legend. I mean, he he's a legendary uh, defenseman. He donned the, the the Leaf for for like sixteen seasons. Um, he just just seeing the seeing the reaction that he got and the the the, the applause was just so heartwarming. And then especially seeing like uh, Sandine holding him holding him up him up. Uh, yeah, uh, was just just really cool. It was just so so sweet to see. Yeah. Yeah, it's both like heartwarming and heartbreaking. Just, uh, you know, the ALS diagnosis, he yeah. announced it. He announced it like earlier this year. It's so soon to see that sort of deterioration. But uh, mm-hmm. it was it was really heartwarming to see the kind of respect and the applause he got. And, you know, seeing Daryl Sittler beside him sort of also choked up when he was holding up his hand. Uh, you know, he's he's the Leafs legend, you know, most assists on the Leafs all time out of any position. He has the most goals as a D-man on the Leafs. You know, second most points by a Swedish D-man in the entire league. And he's only behind probably, well, in my opinion, the best defenseman of all time, Nick Lindstrom. So good company to be in. Uh, and he's the first Swedish player in the Hockey Hall of Fame. You know, he is a legend of the game, not only to the Leafs franchise, but to hockey in general. He's done uh, a really, you know, he he was such a, a big part of, you know, introducing European players to the league. Uh, and so it was really nice to see him you know yeah in the arena standing and and you know reacting and and putting his hands up and taking it all in uh he he's definitely someone who deserves like you know all the praise he gets he he was legend of the game Boreas Falming is a legend yeah exactly there's so many so many comments uh by by a lot of the Swedes I mean Willie Willie talked about it in his in the hat in the uh the intermission um about the importance of of that, uh, the importance that he had with all all Swedish players and really paving the path. I mean, he he was the first uh, Swede to actually be inducted to the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah. Funny stat, but uh, yeah, it was just really nice to see him up there and uh, alongside all the different legends, uh, Sandin up there as well, Sittler and and the rest of the new class. Right, it was it's cool to see everybody up there, and it was it was a, a great festivities. I mean, uh, congratulations to all of them. Uh, if only off. the Leafs won for Boria. Come on, just on today. Like, just pull it off. They played decent defense, though. They played decent defense for playoff. (laughs) The third period, man. I'm actually so salty about it. Yeah, they were they were doing all right up until then. I was I was honestly I thought they were going to be able to pull through even when they in the last two minutes when they pulled the goalie. I was like, you know what? I feel like we can get this done. But yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, we have tomorrow too. 
to see if uh, if our minds change, right? I, they they have they can get redemption pretty quickly, and uh, it all depends on how they start and end the game. It's not just about starting on time anymore. Yeah, <laughs> they need to end the game. You gotta end right. Good yeah. as well, exactly. So we'll see we'll see how they play tomorrow. They're playing against the Canucks, another team that they should be winning against. Um, <laughs> We've yeah, been saying that a lot. <laughs> listen, they play up to and also down to the competition. It's so weird. Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. I mean, it's so hard to like analyze this team sometimes with the the up and downs that they have in in, in their play. But uh, that's the the point of being a Leafs fan. Exactly, the roller coaster. <laughs> we live for it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, I think that's gonna do it here from us. Uh, thank you guys for for watching again. Um, for Remembrance Day, make sure you you give some time and um and and if you if you can uh make sure you you donate um to all the brave soldiers out there right um again great seeing all the legends great seeing Boria up there um again donations to the als um uh as well for the cause and uh yeah we'll see how we bounce back tomorrow against uh against the the canucks but that's gonna do that's gonna do it uh here from us make sure you like subscribe Hit the bell notification uh, to tune in tomorrow for Game Over and uh, see all the other shows that we have available. You can see the podcast and all your different podcast platforms. Peace. Game Over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.